Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Danny V. With NaNoWriMo 2020 starting today, Tristan Banks, Julianne Negri, Adrian Beck and I are sharing our writing journeys with you and I hope you'll share yours with us too. We'll be updating listeners every week via the podcast and in between on social media, encouraging each other to keep writing. So join us in the conversation. It's such an honour, Danny, um, to be a part of this amazing podcast you're doing here. And it's just really cool to be talking about this book. You know my work and you've given it a lot of thought and um, I don't normally get such good questions, to be honest. <laughs> Your podcast is the one that I listen to when I want to listen to an interviewer who has actually read the books she's asking questions about <laughs> and asks really interesting, insightful questions about it. And I think that's really special. Thank you for your wonderful questions. It was a good chat. Great chat. You're a good interviewer. So enjoy listening to the podcast. <laughs> That's brilliant what you do. Honestly, I'm so in awe and we need more word nerds like yourself, people that are passionate about books. Welcome to the Words and Nerds podcast for our very special NaNoWriMo November special featuring my good mate Tristan Banks, newcomer to the podcast Julianne Negri and my podcast bestie Adrian Beck. How are we all? We're great. So incredible. <laughs> yes, it's November. How could yeah, we... Day one. Up? Yes. Day one, one November. So we thought we should record tonight so we can see what we're doing, what our projects are, and how are we are going to make this word count? What are we working out to be before Tristan and Julianne? 50,000 a month. So what's that a 50, day? 50,000 words by 11.59pm <sighs> on the 30th of November. That's what we have to do. I've got currently, I have no words written on this. It's, I'm actually doing the second draft of a book. So I'm sort of cheating a bit because I think it has to be a new work, but you know, we're going to make our own rules. And by 59 PM in 30 days time, I'm going to have a 50,000 word draft like magic. Fantastic. Can I just say that when I signed up, I thought it was a thousand words a day. I thought Mm. that's what it was. Now you're telling me 1700, what? 1800? (laughs) Yeah. about. Well, yeah, let's, let's call it 1700. So you're going to have to lift your game. And look, before we recorded, I said, there are no losers here. doesn't matter how many words we write in a month. Let's just celebrate it. And Julianne, you had a bit of a different opinion. Yeah, there's, there's losers and there's, (laughs) this, this is how it goes. If we're checking in every week, we have yeah. to stick to it. Yeah. Come on, Tristan, don't make it up your own rules. I, I, you know what? I am actually going to take until the 4th of December, though, regardless of what you say. Um, because, <laughs> I love that. You're an outlier. I love it. Well, well I just can't, I can't physically do more than 10,000 words in a week, and I'm not working more than five days a week because I have a family and they'll hate me, um, and I'm always writing something. So if I, I just can't, you know, I can't leave them behind. So mm. uh, I'm... 4th of November, is that what I said? Or 5th of November? 5th of December. Yeah. 5th of December, I'm going to have a 50,000 word draft. I have a, currently have a first draft that's 30,000 words. um, And I'm somehow (laughs) going to magically rewrite 30,000 words and extend it by 20,000 words. Hang on a second. Let's get this straight, right? Okay. So we're all starting from scratch to try and get to 50,000 words. Tristan's starting from 30,000 words and he's not even going to finish even within a month of when we're finished. <laughs> but they're it's, very, it's a handicap race. It's a handicap race. It's a You know what? I love it, Tristan. I love how you're just making your own rules. I'm, I'm here for that. I'd like I to say that. that I've never followed rules in my life. So, you know, by putting down the hard word, you know I'm not going to stick to it. 
And, and I should also was, say that my family already hate me, Tristan, so it's fine. Oh, no. There were some complaints that your first book wasn't about them, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where am I in this book is all they cared about. <laughs> what about what about the dedication? Yeah, that was to my two eldest children, but I've got five children, so the other three all want a book. you just got to crack out more books, so this is it. This is your this month. Got to do it. it. All right, so let's do a whip around. Uh, all committed. We've made the commitment. Even if we're bending and making our own rules, that's, go, that's cool. That's fine. Well, it's fine for us. I don't care. Um, so what are your chances of doing this, uh, Julianne? Let us know. What's your game plan? Uh, game plan was I came up with an idea today. That's Ooh, a good I game like plan. Yes. So, like, I've read a lot about NaNoWriMo and they all say, be ready. You know, <laughs> get ready. Have your idea. Have, you know, if you're a plotter, have your plots. Know what your characters are, your setting, you know, have it all ready. And that way you'll be successful in NaNoWriMo. Um, mm. I started today with nothing. <laughs> and I've got 809 words and a 900-word synopsis. That's good. That is good really work. good. Good work. Nice work. And do you have an idea? So, so you, you came up with an idea today. Uh, what can you share with us about what that idea is without giving anything away that you don't want to give away just yet? Happy to give it all away, to be honest. Because, um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't have high hopes. But at the moment, it's called Freya Fox and the Archives of Future Anxieties. Ooh, I like this. Mm, and it's set on the beach. And it's about a girl who hates the beach. And she's having a holiday with her dad, who she doesn't know very well. And she's getting to know him and his new girlfriend, Loretta. Isn't that a great name? And um, <laughs> and she also has an 11-year-old, just like Freya, except not like Freya. Her name's Charlie, and she's a lot different to Freya. And I'm going to try and incorporate some uh, enviro activism in it in terms of the plastics on the beach. Ah, Fantastic. Love it. And well, maybe dredging. I haven't decided. <laughs> I love the I love the setting for it, and I and I like the setup. I like the the complications within this sort of, you know, emerging family or family that's colliding or something. Yeah, it seemed like in a caravan, in a caravan at the beach colliding. Yeah, mm. that's mm. cool. Like it. And so, is it going to be fifty thousand words and sort of like a middle grade thing, or what's what's uh... definitely middle grade? Yeah, and you're aiming for fifty. Aiming for 50. On the dot, she's a rule follower. At 11.59. Four minutes ago, she was aiming for 30, and now we've got her up to 50, <laughs> and she's going with it. I love we, it. I love how we just all, we're all over this. Yes. <laughs> all over it. Adrian, what's your game plan? What are you doing? Well, I am, uh, for anyone who's listened to uh, Words and Nerds before, I might have mentioned this. Uh, I'm a plotter through and through, but I have no plot for this one. I don't have a Adrian plot. has lost um, the plot. I'm just going to. I've lost the plot. It's official. Uh, so I'm just going to make it up as I go. We're at day one and it's, what is it? Uh, quarter past eight. Mm -hmm. We're recording this. Uh, so mm -hmm. I feel like day one is going to continue a little bit longer. So I'm not going to call it just yet because I've done nothing. I have not even put a word down, but um, I think I'm going to try and put some words down after this. But yeah, I'm going to aim for the 50. It's going to be like a middle grade standalone thing. It's a bit of an adventure. Um, and loosely inspired by, <laughs> excuse me, loosely inspired by E.T. So there's going to be, favorite film ever. There's gonna be a sort of a magical creature that uh, a group of kids in the neighborhood come across. Um, and then we have to find out where that creature comes from, why it's there, and somehow hopefully it'll help the kids bond. That's all I've got. That oh, dude, all that's I've got. awesome. 
Cool. I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps. It's a winner. <laughs> Thank you, Juliana. Appreciate that. <laughs> I think that's good that you. I think it's often good to have a touchstone for a story. Like I quite often have the book that I kind of feel like my story is in the ballpark of. It's always going to come out differently through yeah. your lens, and it's always going to go off on weird tangents and stuff. But it's really nice to have that text that is the touchstone for your story and sort mm. of, you know, allows you to at least know the feeling of your story. Mm. Yeah. I like yeah. that. That's the plan. Justin, anyway. Are you going to tell us your idea? Well, I was just going to say about Adrian's too, or ask Adrian, um, this is a longer book than you've written before, mate. Yeah. Uh, I, most of my books are, well, the Derek Duell books are about 25, 26,000. So this will be double that basically if I get there, uh, <laughs> which of course I will, because I'm a rule follower like Ju- Julianne. Uh, right. I'll, Pull out all stops. I'm not just making it up Tristan Banks style. I'm doing this the way it's meant to be done. Um, We'll see. We'll see. Those are are fighting words day one, Adrian. We'll see how we go on the 15th. Day one at 8.15 p.m. When I've done nothing. Not a word down. I, I feel like I feel like I'm just gonna go hard. I, like if I if I really put my mind to it, I can knock out a few thousand words in a day. So I'm gonna really I'm gonna go hard and get that first draft because then I can fix that first draft. Yeah, that's good. I I love having the first draft because I feel like it's then a conversation between you and the manuscript, and it's suddenly you're collaborating with past you. Uh, and you're sort of going, who this clown can't write and you're crossing everything out and they can't do anything about it, but at least there's a conversation. So at least you, you know, uh, when it's just an idea or before you get that first horrible draft down, it just, um, it, it kind of means nothing. Mm. Does past you leave messages to future you like Tristan fix this bit. It's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know you're going to hate this, but do not cut it out or I'm coming for you. Sort of stuff like, gee, your hair looks good today, that sort of thing? Or is that just yeah. me? Your hair looks amazing. Though. Thank you, Tristan. Adrian, he was oh. talking to me. <laughs> I think Adrian, and this is great for radio too, when you talk about how people's hair look. <laughs> I think, I think um, Adrian and Stephen Colbert's hair have followed similar trajectories over, mm. over recent months where mm. there's gone mm. from, you know, very slick kind of uh, mm. hosts of uh, many a, a beloved show mm. through to wild man kind of straight <laughs> out of the, the, the garbage tip. Yeah. Maybe well, you need to start making hats your thing, Adrian. Well, I'm just going to say the next, the next step is I'm going to start wearing hats when, you know, I start to bald a little bit. So oh, right. uh, when that happens, I'll, I'll move into that territory, Tristan. Are you going to, um, <laughs> are you going to do a, a NaNoWriMo beard? No, I'm not going to do a NaNoWriMo beard, but I am. What, I, what would we call a NaNoWriMo com- combined with Movember? Oh, yes. Imagine if you could do both at once. That would be cool. You could. It's just growing a moustache, dude. <laughs> you don't Na- even have to do anything, Adrian. Na- just... What is it? Nano. Uh, Nano Rymomo. Na- yeah, Nano Nano Rymomovember. <laughs> Nano Rymovember. It's already yeah. very hard, I think, yeah, it is. adding something else to it. I don't know, but if you guys want to do that. Adrian's got to work on being able to grow facial hair first. That's then, true. Uh, yeah. That's he... what's going to stop me. Right. That, was just, that was just for the um, for the baldness jive. <laughs> I'm not going bald. Of course you're not going bald. Oh, no, no one's saying that. I've always had a very big forehead in my defence. Oh, look, me too. I'm in the big forehead family as well. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. See, well, what are you going to do? Danny here. What are you going to do? Nothing. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> now, Tristan, 
Yes. You've been, you've been, apart from the fact that you've said you're flaunting all rules and no rules apply to you and you stand outside the law somehow in this weird sort of, uh, I don't know, <laughs> what are you, some sort of renegade. Um, but what is your, what can you tell us about your project? What can you tell us without giving away anything you don't want to give away at this stage? It's a book idea that I've had for quite a while about a kid whose mum's a cop and dad's a robber. And he is trying to, and he's, his dad's always doing bad stuff. And these people have come and they want a, a lot of money from his dad, like over a million dollars that his dad owes these very bad people that he's kind of been running from. Mm-hmm. And so his dad within a week has to pay back all this money. And he wants Nash, his son to help him. And Nash doesn't want to help his dad, but he also knows that very bad things are going to happen to his dad and possibly to him if he doesn't help him. And he also, and it's complicated by the fact that his mum is the cop in the town and he could Ah. tell his mum and that might help and that might be okay and everything will be all right. Or it might make it worse in that she may A, arrest his dad or B, may kind of be in the firing line herself and it may be dangerous to her. So that's what I'm working on. I don't think I've quite got the moral conundrum right yet, but but that's the sort of um, bind that this character is in from the very beginning of the book. And I have a very bad uh, 30,000 word draft, as I said, and my books, I tend to start off with a first draft that's maybe 20 or 25 or 30, and then it gets a little bit longer and a little bit longer and a little bit longer each time. But I'm just going to shoot for the 50. Uh, I quite often try to write 2,000 words in a day and I used to write 2,000 a day, but now my books only ever want to be written at about 1,000 words a day. So Mm. this is going to be a good challenge. Mm. Um, So what are you going to do? Are you going to use that 30,000 word draft as a base to adapt or are you going to start from scratch um, and with something new? A base to adapt, but probably half of it will be thrown out altogether. Mm. And then the other, I'll be starting off with like, Uh, rewriting these 2000 and rewriting these 2000 rewriting these 2000 I've actually over the past few weeks been reread I printed out the draft I read it through made a couple of dots reread it through made thousands of notes all over it and then I'm drinking in all the notes that I've thought of in the months since I've wrote that draft out of my notes in my phone and then I'm drinking in all the notes in my notebook that (laughs) that I've written since then. And I'm hoping to bring all of these many thousands of notes together into some kind of um, legible and, uh, you know, feasible, understandable story. That's a, that's a a lot of concentration. Like that's a, that's (laughs) quite a, that's quite a task for your mind, isn't it? It is. And and probably not possible. Um, (laughs) I actually think you sound like you're ready. Like, you know, you've got this high stakes situation, which sounds fantastic. And I love, I love stories about kids who are developing their own moral compass and, and, you know, and, and adults are letting them down. Like, I love that, you know, that dilemma that kids have of who do you trust Mm. and, you know, and having to make decisions that can come out perhaps not quite as they think, you know, like that's a setup for, you know, tragedy you know that's a great great setup but I actually think you sound like you're ready if you've you know you've got if you've been through the draft with the red pen and you've got all your notes ready you know you sound sound like you're ready to go but I it's just a different type of concentration than just blurting out those words yes yes and and holding all those balls in the air but uh, yeah I'm going to give it a shot it's actually exciting um having you guys doing it too because I often feel like I don't want to go into the bigger the, the sort of help group of people on the other side of the world and whatever's mm. good on you. But I like the idea that, that you guys will be doing this and that we'll have some check-ins, you know, once a week to see how we're doing. This is, mm. this is good. I think it's everyone... Probably, it's probably check, some... Are we going to check in on Adrian's running as well? 
Yes. Yep. Yeah. Can those, we please? Yes. I've just started running for those that may not be sure what Julianne's referring to. And and What are you running from, Adrian? Yeah, I'm running from NaNoWriMo, Movember. <laughs> um, thing is, my, my running mate, he's much faster than me. So it's, it's just, it's, it's ruined me for today. But it's got me in the right headspace to, uh, to write tonight. So that's, and, so that's and good. And I think headspace, I think NaNoWriMo is all about the headspace. You know, it's this idea that you're going to write and and not censor yourself, not, not criticize yourself too much, not overthink it too much. You know, it's, it's that headspace of, I'm just going to do it. You know, for me, I'm going to write early in the morning. I'm mm-hmm. going to get up and be at the, at the desk 5.30 and, yep. and write. Is that what yeah. you did today? No. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, Adrian. It's Sunday today. Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> um, you know, that that's that's my favourite time of the day, so I'm just going to take advantage of that. I'm, I'm going to be there at five thirty-two. Are you on Twitter or any of those yep. things, Julianne? Yep. Okay, well we'll have to connect because you know I'll probably be there that time too. Because after it's sort of seven thirty or something like that, all of the good ideas are gone, and then it's just is that what I'm doing wrong? I'm writing after seven thirty, so all the good ideas have gone. <laughs> taken them all <laughs> yeah. maybe they go to you maybe that's where they go <laughs> oh, i think that's right yeah that's probably right <laughs> i thought the bfg kind of blew ideas into your room at night yes. adrian and you kind of bathed in his uh that's, that's his exactly what happened can I, can I ask if either of you have done nanowrimo before or you no. danny uh no my superpower is never finishing anything so um this is it i'm gonna finish something what is it what are you gonna do danny you're having a crack too i am i am um that's my superpower i'm gonna break my superpower of never finishing anything and i'm this is it this is it guys this is november so i'm i'm doing crime i'm in a crime writing uh writing group and it's gonna happen i will hopefully still be this positive by the 30th of november (laughs) and is it what kids or adults or yeah adults and um i'm right into crime i really like crime so Mm. i'm gonna give it a crack and Mm. uh, see how that pans out pans out so my idea had this idea last night you know how you don't know how ideas you think they're really good at midnight and then you wake up and you're like an idea within the first day (laughs) well it's been bubbling in my mind for a while but then last night i decided to just scribble it down but it was really late so i'm looking forward tonight to going back over it to see actually how crap it is um but it's not really a a who done it it's a why and a how done it because we meet the person who did it in the first page oh that's clever hopefully right. <laughs> i don't know so how far have you got into it um like i said just the crazy midnight synopsis last night right. lots of ideas in my head but i just wanted to kind of do a fifty thousand pantsing kind of thing but we'll see how that works out for me one thing this when i like did my synopsis and worked out what's going to happen and like you know all my little character studies and things today and then thought right now I've got to start I hadn't actually thought like normally when I start a book the first sentence comes to me or the the, Mm. or the voice comes to me but this is sort of the opposite I was like well how am I going to write it is it going to be first person is it going to be third person is it going to be prison is it going to past tense you know like I had to actually go oh how am I going to write this Mm. um so it's a bit a bit different but I'm actually not writing in first person because the last two books I've written have been first person and I'm just Mm. really sick of it (laughs) <laughs> so are you do you normally plan it all out are you a pot plotter or a pantser julian uh mixture of both yeah mm, yeah me too can i just say um danny i think the why done it rather than the who done it is it it's i mean it's a more mature story isn't it than the old who done yeah, it, I guess so. and it and it wasn't deliberate i just had this idea and the voice did come to me like 
for the last few weeks. And I thought, you know, I think it'd be really interesting if you met the person who did it straight up and you're like, well, why? And how did mm. this happen? And look, by the 15th, I might say that that idea was really crap and I've gone back to a whodunit, but this is how I'm starting. Right? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I like it. I think people like that being close to the antagonist too, don't they? Mm. Like you think of, um, you know, Jack Heath's uh, hangman mm. sort of books and, uh, I don't know, in even like things like Da Vinci Code or something. Yeah. You know, we're, we're kind of privy to the world of the, of the antagonist. Yeah, but I'm interested in, you know, whether the murder is just gratuitous or whether it's for reason and how much, you know, you can empathise with someone who does something. So I think I'm going to try and look at the reasons for that and then the reader can decide. Anyway, that's just in my late night head last night. Is it set today? Like in... in- yeah, yeah. Do you have a touchstone? Like I've got ET. Do you have a? Uh, do you have something that's sort of uh, giving you some sort of inspiration or guidance? I don't, but I really, really like what I read this year of Christian White and JP Pomare. Oh so yeah, I'm kind of they're my inspiration. In that vein, yeah. yeah. For this year, because those books, I just, I just keep thinking about them, and so that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So exciting. Really like, um, in terms of crime, I really like uh, things like a simple plan. Mm. I love. And I love um, a thing called Oh No Country for Old Men. I recently yeah, that was fantastic. Read. And it's I like it's it's a novella and it's really really lean. It's very yeah. cinematic mm. and it's like watching a movie on the page. But it's also super literary too. Yeah, without, without disappearing inside itself, it doesn't it doesn't yeah. waste a single word on the page. And in a way, even though I'm writing a kids book, in a way I'm rereading No Country for Old Men because mm-hmm. there's something mm. I just love about the way he renders stories on the page. Yeah, and you did it so well with, you know, The Fall and Two Wolves as well with those books. Yeah, yeah. well, hopefully. You always want to sort of try and uh, outdo and mm. this one will be, be much better than anything I've done before. And coming up, we've got uh, in the, later in the month, we're going to have Holden Shepherd pop in because his book was written directly from his NaNoWriMo experience. So that'll be cool listening to him. And Fleur Ferris is going to join us too. She's uh, not sure if she's going to make it straight up, but she's still going to come in and pop in and um, we'll have a look at how other people are doing as well. But I'm going to be the encourager. Julianne, you can be the boss where you say, no, get your words done. But if you write no words in a week, I'm going to be like, <laughs> that's great. Do better next week. And then you can yell at everyone. Okay, good cop, bad cop. Yeah, we'll do that. That's cool. <laughs> Julianne, how many words, when we next catch up in, say, roughly a week's time, how many words are we meant to have done by the time we see you again? I don't know. I'm not any good at maths. <laughs> None of us here are, Adrian. Oh, well, then we'll just... 100 times 7? Yeah, hang on. I've, I'll, massive, I'll work it out. Massive pause. 11,200 11, words. Mm. I'm going to have done 10,000. I'm, I'm only, I'm only 10,000. And realistically, I will have done five, but I'm going to shoot for 10. All right, let's all shoot for 10 and we'll see all how right. we go. It'll be, yeah, I think that's great. Yep. It'll be so interesting to come back in a week and see. See how it's going. going. What's changed? Uh, any predictions? Like, does anyone predict how they're going to go? Like, what, yeah, I'm going to be crying. So right. I'm going to be crying. <laughs> I will, have, I will have abandoned this book and started two different ones. <laughs> Prediction? You know what? I actually have a stronger sense of what the first act is than any of the rest of the book. So I probably have a better shot at this 10,000 and then it'll, the wheels will just start falling <laughs> off in week two. Prediction, Adrian? You're gonna uh, run. You're gonna run so much. You're gonna fall asleep and not write a word. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give up the running, and <laughs> I'm just gonna concentrate on getting to that limit because yeah. I fear Julianne. Hashtag I fear Julianne. <laughs> as you should, as all my children do too. <laughs> I'll give you my dragon eyes. Oh, that is scary. So great. <laughs> and I want pink hair now. I'm gonna have pink hair by the end of the month. 
we all will. Yeah, let's do that. Adrian, you're close already. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. And I want to have a big Santa Claus beard by the end of the month or so like many, a, a bush ranger. There's so a bush many goals, guys. We've got so many like really good goals. So if we don't make the words, we'll make the hairstyle choices happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All, all writers are good at, at distraction. <laughs> Fantastic. And you know what? We might just catch up um, off air just via email during the week and go, hey, how's your word count? So we can do yeah. a bit of a midweek check-in. Also, um, as Tristan said, if we're doing it on, uh, on Twitter, we'll, we'll keep updating how we're going on Twitter and people can follow along too. Yep. And, uh, you know, they can give us a kick up the backside if we need it. Absolutely. If anyone, if anyone follows Ben Hobson, he's been doing Hobson oh. rights recently. That's been killing me, Tristan. Oh, I've been inspired. That's why I want to do this because I'm like, if Hobbo can do it, we can all do it, you know? Yeah. Unfollow, unfollow is how I've felt about that. And, and guys, he works full time and he has two little kids and he's married. So he gets up, I think he gets up early before work. And not married it. for long. If he's writing that many words and he's got two kids and working full time, I can tell you that. Right, I'm not going with that prediction, okay, Julian? I do not want to predict that. I want to predict how. Happiness for Ben, okay? <laughs> all right. Well, good luck to you guys. Yeah, yes, good, good luck. luck to you all. Put us out of everybody's projects. Yeah, Wednesday, yes. Wednesday informal check-in and then we'll check in again next week via this again and uh, we'll let listeners, you know, cry, laugh, have successes with us. <laughs> good luck, guys. I hope it goes well. Yes, Thanks. good luck, everyone. Thanks, everyone. We'll check in soon. 